It was 2 a.m. in the morning. I had just gotten back from the San Diego Sports Arena working a rock concert. The date was 12-3-1978. It was a long night. I worked the spotlights for a combination show of Black Sabbath and Van Halen. And I was almost completely deaf for about three hours afterwards, as I usually was. I was working nights for various rock shows, usually one or two a week, whenever I could get the jobs for such bands as ZZ Top, Rod Stewart, Kiss, Fleetwood Mac, etc., etc. Basically, I was working nights to support my business during the daytime because it was doing badly. Basically, I was broke. And the reason I was deaf at 2 a.m. is because the rock concerts are loud, as you can imagine. But what most people don't know is that the crew, such as the spotlight operators and on-stage crew, have headsets. And every person's headset has a microphone. And all those microphones are turned on at all times. And the stage manager or the lighting director has to be able to yell out cues for the spotlight operators that's louder than the rock concert. So the headsets are almost twice the volume as the rock concert itself. Cues such as spot four, gel three, upstage right, headshot. Now, there were no rehearsals for these things. You just showed up and had to be ready to do whatever they called out on the headsets. Spotlight three, four, six, gel five, lead vocal, go. Spotlight five, gel two, fade up on drummer, starting now. And that's how it went all night long. It was intensely painful. And that's why I often couldn't hear for a few hours afterwards. So as I came into the apartment at 2 a.m., I was tired and worn out, to say the least. And there was my wife sitting there at the couch watching TV, as she usually did. She didn't look up at me as I came in. When I walked in front of the TV, she just ignored me and kept watching TV as I went to bed. Our marriage was dead. Every day I was upset, angry, hurt, frustrated. I didn't know what to do about it. Every day it was painful, and that's all I could think about. And all she would say when I tried to talk to her about it was, never mind, it's just me. We were, she didn't want to go to counseling, so it was, it was a mess. We were very broke, about as broke as you could be. Our bed was worn out. It was like sleeping on an inner tube. So we had taken the box springs out and thrown them away. And now we put the mattress on the floor to make it a little more firm to sleep on. We had a wet laundry draped on the couch and the chairs, lamps inside the living room to dry out so that we could save the 50 cents it cost to use the coin dryer downstairs below. Our credit cards were maxed out. We were a mess. When I woke up that morning on the mattress, Saturday morning, I took a three-ring binder that I had found in a dumpster with some notepaper in it, and I decided to write down some goals. I was frustrated and depressed, and I wrote that by the time I turned 28 years old, I was just turned 27 at the time, so in one year, I would have four goals completed. One, I would solve my problems with my marriage. Two, Shield Electronic Security would be paying me a $2,000 a month owner's draw instead of the $350 I'd been getting. Three, I'd have a new car. 
car I'd been driving was literally dangerous. Sometimes you would hit a pothole and the front end would start shaking back and forth violently as if the front wheels were going to fly off. And fourth, I would get in shape. I was out of shape and not much energy anymore. So that was my goal. A few months later, as I was working at one of these same rock concerts, there and backstage at the sports arena was a small band. There was the opening act for one of the bigger bands going on that night. I don't remember the name of the big band that they were going on for, opening act for, but they were young guys who were obviously excited about this being their big break. And the drummer was polishing his cymbals, I remember, and the other band members were getting out their equipment, getting ready to put it on stage. I think their name was The Cars. I'd never heard of The Cars before, but they obviously had high hopes. And somebody walking past him says, hey, when are you guys going to be the, the opening, I mean, lead act instead of the opening act? And one of the band members says, you got to have goals, man. You got to have goals. So that's what I was doing. And every night I would look at my goals in my binder and write about it and think about the questions to ask. The questions. Listen to me carefully when I tell you this, that the questions you ask yourself are far more important than the answers. Finding better questions will get you better answers in the future. Questions such as, what do I consider rich? What do I consider happy? How would I get what I wanted if I didn't know any other way? What would it feel like? What would I be doing different right now? Ask yourself better questions and you'll find better answers. Well, one year later, how were the results from my goal setting program? Well, about three months later, my wife left me. She says one night, I don't want to be married anymore. I'm leaving. Of course, I had to agree to send her $300 a month for the next year to help her leave, but that was fine. I couldn't afford the apartment anymore, so in order to send her the $300, I had to move into the back of our store and slept on an old army cot in the back of the store. That wouldn't have been so bad, but if you recall, our store had no heat and no indoor plumbing, but I was free. A sense of freedom that energized me. I was no longer constantly stressed day after day, worrying about what to do about our marriage that was falling apart. And because of this, I was able to work harder at our business. I was doing more prospecting work. I was asking for more jobs and found them. I got in better shape. I started doing push-ups and jogging in the back alleys every night. And then there was a car. The car I wanted had to be motivating. It had to be exciting. And it was that night at the Pontiac dealership, just before my 28th birthday, the dealer salesman handed me the keys. I opened the door. It, it was dark. And the interior lights in the car shone up through the glass T-tops in my brand new 1981 black and gold Trans Am turbocharged version. It was a beautiful car and it was exciting. One of the most exciting goal achievements I'd ever had at the time. So since then I have set goals every year. 
Every year I've set goals and continue to make progress that way. Well, speaking of cars, what happened with that, uh, that ban called the cars? On September 29th, 1980, I worked a concert at the sports arena, and the main act was the cars. They had made it. And like the guy said, you got to have goals, man. You just got to have goals. And that's it for today. This is Stanley Diaz. Thank you for listening.